Hello friends, and welcome to The Final Threshold, a voice of those crying out in the wilderness to prepare the way of the Lord and to make His pathway straight. Here at The Final Threshold, we proclaim the true message of the kingdom in preparation for Messiah's second coming events. My name is Chadwick Harvey, and I welcome you. Friends, in this episode, we're going to discover praying in the courts of heaven. As most of you know that uh, keep up with my ministry and my videos, we normally discover the prophecies of the Holy Bible and the current events, the feast days, the covenants, etc. But I wanted to deviate on this video and I go over praying in the courts of heaven as I uh, look at the world and look at uh, all of the things that we're all dealing with. Each, each family is dealing with their own uh, uh, things that we need to pray about. I wanted to uh, proclaim this to you, declare this to you about the courts of heaven so that maybe it can encourage you uh, to pray in the courts of heaven using the Word of God uh, to move these things along and whatever petitions that you may have to the Almighty. So I wanted to deviate from uh, the normal videos and really get into uh, praying in the courts of heaven. I'm going to explain the courts of heaven, how they work, uh, etc. And then I'm going to pray with you if you'd like. Uh, if you stay uh, with the video, uh, I'll pray with you uh, with a template. Again, it's just a template. And we'll go through uh, what I'm speaking of. Um, I've seen some amazing things happen uh, since I was introduced to praying in the courts of heaven uh, at the end of 2016 by a friend of mine. Uh, she gave me the courts of heaven and since that time I've seen vast movement uh, in my prayer life. Uh, we can think of, I can speak of myself, uh, sometimes when I pray uh, by myself, you know, without doing the courts, if you will, uh, I'm kind of like a ping pong. My mind kind of goes back and forth, but the courts of heaven uh, keeps us really organized in a structural way, quoting the Word of God, which we will get into. So um, I want to make it clear that God hears all prayers, okay, wherever you may be, 24-7, 365 days or 360 on the Hebrew calendar, uh, but God hears all prayers, okay, and it's like sweet incense to Him, but sometimes when we're in a time of need, okay, we really need answers to our prayers, uh, I believe that praying in a structural manner uh, with the Word of God, remember Yeshua, Jesus, He quoted the Word of God when He was tempted by Satan, so that's how powerful it is, as we all know, it's like a two-edged sword, and sometimes we forget uh, to pray the Word of God using two or three witnesses uh, to pray the Word of God in our prayer so that we can receive uh, the righteous rendered verdicts uh, from the Almighty. So I wanted to share that with you uh, and just make it clear. And we can think about the courts of heaven uh, or, or the courts down on earth just like the courts of heaven. Uh, on earth, we have a judicial system. We have a courtroom. We have a judge. Uh, we have an intercessor, uh, if you will, our attorney. And then we have a prosecutor uh, on the other side. Well, it's no different in the courts of heaven. We have the Almighty, the righteous uh, judge, uh, the righteous and just judge that he is, uh, sitting on his everlasting throne. And we also have Yeshua, Jesus, as our intercessor, our Messiah, our advocate, our mediator, okay, 
praying on our behalf. Remember, he prayed for Peter, as we will read as well. Okay, and then we, we have the accuser up in heaven as well. Revelation 12, he's accusing the brethren night and day. So we have to get our minds in a spiritual understanding of the courtroom in heaven and to fight our battles in heaven, and then they will be manifested uh, out on the earth, okay, just like it says. So we're going to go through all of this. So I hope you stay tuned uh, to the end of this video, and we'll, do, we'll pray together. Uh, I'll uh, give you an example of how I do it. Again, it's just an example of the movement that I've seen in my life, my family's life, my friend's life, and whoever else I've given uh, this template to. And again, it's just a template uh, that you can use for your own benefit, and I can email that to you. Uh, just email me at chad at faithfulperformance.com, and I'll get that to you. And again, it's just a template, and you can make it uh, any way that you want, and you are led by the Holy Spirit. So it's important to understand that everything was patterned after heaven, okay, just like the tabernacles that Moses was uh, the, he was uh, petitioned to build for the Lord in Exodus, okay? It was after heaven. So he built it on earth, same way with the courts of heaven. And if we can understand it like that and put our minds in that spiritual uh, understanding, then I believe we can cause movement when we enter into his courts and receive those righteous rendered verdicts once we have done our part and we'll get into that. So first, let's go through the scriptures uh, to understand that there is a throne in heaven, as we all believe, okay? But we'd still like to go through the scriptures and really build the case as we lead up to that. In Daniel 7, 9 through 10, 21 through 22, and 26 through 27, it says, I watched till thrones were put in place, and the Ancient of Days was seated. His garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was a fiery flame, its wheels a burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. A thousand thousands ministered to him, ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated, and the books were open. Okay, and then he gets the interpretation of this, Daniel does, from an angel, if we continue reading Daniel 7. And it says in verse 21, I was watching and the same horn, which is the Antichrist, was making war against the saints and prevailing against them until the Ancient of Days came. And a judgment was made in favor of the saints of the Most High, and the time came for the saints to possess the kingdom. But the court shall be seated, and they shall uh, take away his dominion, talking about Antichrist, to consume and destroy it forever. Then the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people, the saints of the Most High. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. So Daniel is given this beautiful courts of heaven scene. If you're not familiar with Daniel 7, there was four kingdoms mentioned at the end of the age that will rise. And then we have this beautiful courts of heaven scene of what will occur at the end of the age, at the end of the Antichrist reign, which will be on the Feast of Trumpets, which we, we just uh, got through celebrating the Feast of Trumpets. But that's when Messiah will return on the last trump. That's when the judgment will be made. The favor will be given to the saints to possess the kingdom, the millennial kingdom, Yeshua and the Father's kingdom in the millennial kingdom. So we have to have a prophetic understanding of this, that the Lord is sitting on his everlasting throne, which we all know he is. Yeshua is at his right hand interceding for us. Okay, and then there's that judgment that's made, that decree is made on the Feast of Trumpets that the Lord is sending his son to get his children, the saints, to inherit 
of the everlasting kingdom. So he gives us this understanding of the courts of heaven that the books are open on Feast of Trumpets and we will see that they will be closed on Yom Kippur, which is 10 days later, which uh, we're in the 10 days of all right now. So that's why I wanted to bring this video to you. Again, it's because we're living when the books are open, okay? And we'll get into the scriptures that prove that. But this is a prophetic understanding that that's when the decrees are made. This is where it is during these 10 days of all. And Daniel 7 gives us an understanding of that the books are open. And we're going to get into more about our personal books and also the nation's books as well that we need to be praying and petitioning for right now. And then if you're watching this video outside of the 10 days of all, that's okay. Because you can still go to the courts of heaven and petition prayers and things like that, which we'll get into no matter what time of the year it is. Okay, in Revelation 4, 1 through 7, uh, this is a second witness to Daniel. Okay, it's two or more witnesses, as the Holy Bible states, that we need to confirm a matter. In Revelation 4, 1 through 7, it says, After these things I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, This is Feast of Trumpets. Come up here, and I will show you these things that must place, uh, take place after this. Immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven. One sat on the throne, and he sat, and he who sat on there was Jasper and Sardius, okay, stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne, in appearance like an emerald. Around the throne were twenty-four thrones, and uh, on the thrones twenty-four elders sitting, clothed in white robes, and they had a crown of gold on their head. And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Before the throne there was a sea of glass like crystal, and in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living uh, creatures full of eyes front and back. So again, John's confirming Daniel's vision as well. It's the same vision, okay, of the courts of heaven. So we have to understand there is a throne in heaven, as we all know, the courts of heaven. And I believe we can, by the blood of the Lamb, okay, uh, in, uh, spiritually ascend to the courts of heaven so that we can petition our cases on, as Messiah uh, petitioned them for us as well. And by the direct power of the Holy Spirit that brings us there to receive righteous rendered verdicts as we will get into. Okay, we'll also like to read Zechariah 3, 6 through 7. It says, Then the angel of the Lord admonished Joshua, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, If you walk in my ways and if you keep my command, then you shall also judge my house and likewise have charge of my courts. And I will give you places to walk among these who stand there. So again, this is the favor that Joshua has, the high priest. If you read Zechariah 3, it's in the courts of heaven. So there is a courts of heaven. There is a throne room of heaven. And we want to uh, go with Messiah spiritually, of course, uh, to the courts of heaven to petition our case, or number one, to praise and worship the Lord, to cleanse ourselves, which we will get into in the template. And then we can petition our cases in the hope of receiving those righteous rendered verdicts once we take care of our part, which we will go into. And then we'll read Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. It says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. 
Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. I believe this is a very important scripture for the courts of heaven and we'll get into this later with the prayer. But we have the understanding that he is our great high priest. He is our intercessor. He is our advocate, our mediator. And he's up there. We can uh, join uh, hands with him, if you will, and uh, intercede. Uh, a petition, repent, everything we can, worship the Lord, and then He sympathizes with our weaknesses. And once we do our part, then the Father or the High Judge, the Supreme Judge, the Righteous and Just Judge, the Almighty, the Ancient of Days, then He moves from that to loving Father, and then He sends His blessings out upon you on the earth. They're manifested down through Yeshua and the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so that's important. And now, uh, just like we've discovered before and we've discussed before, there is an accuser up in heaven right now, Satan, that is accusing you, he's accusing me, and he will continue to do that until the last three and a half years of the age when he is cast down. And we're going to read this in Revelation 12, 10 through 12. Uh, it says, Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath, because he knows that his time is short. So again, this is the last three and a half years when he's cast down, if you read the context of the passage. But he's up there right now accusing you, accusing me, and all the believers with anything that he can. And remember, God is a righteous and just judge. So if Satan has an accusation against me, then I'm not going to receive uh, maybe an answer to my prayer until I clean up that accusation. If I have unforgiveness in my heart, if I've done something I haven't repented for, if I've come across another believer or anyone and I haven't repented, for then there's an accusation and he's a righteous judge a just judge so if Satan has a accusation that is true then we've got to repent uh, for that and uh, some other things that we're going to get into and then we will receive the righteous rendered verdict because again he's a righteous and just judge so now let's look at some of the scriptures that prove to us that there's uh, these accusations going on in heaven. We can see these in the scriptures to understand how the courts are still working. It's not just the end of the age uh, that we read in Daniel 7 when the verdict is made for the Almighty Messiah, Yeshua, to come and to get his children and to pour out his wrath. Uh, but there, this is how it's always worked, okay? So there's a throne room in heaven, the Lord sitting on his throne, the Ancient of Days. Yeshua's at the right hand. But let's read some scriptures to prove that the courts have always been in place and Satan is accusing the brethren night and day. In Job 1, 6-12, uh, it says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. Now this is a courts of heaven scene. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come from? So Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth and walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on earth, a blameless, blameless and upright man who fears God and shuns evil? So, so Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? 
You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. But now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay a hand on his person. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Uh, we're all familiar with the book of Job and how that story ended. Uh, but this is a courts of heaven scene. This is an accusation that Satan had. He says, Do you, does Job serve you? You know, uh, because all the riches and the wealth and all the things that the Lord blessed Job with. So there was a courts of heaven scene. And then we all know what the story, uh, how the story ended with Job. Okay, so I'm just trying to prove the point, not to get into the story of Job. But uh, there is a courts of heaven. There is an accuser. Okay, and then we just have to understand uh, we live in that same uh, circumstance right now. There is a throne in heaven and we can uh, go petition our cases through the blood of the Lamb. Okay, also in Luke 22, we find this as well. Uh, Luke 22, verse 31 through 32, it says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. But he said to me, Lord, I am not, or I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. Then he said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster shall not crow this day before you will deny me uh, three uh, times. So again, we have to understand that obviously Jesus knew about the courts of heaven. He was praying in the courts of heaven. And he said, hey, Satan has asked for you. Well, what do we just read in Job? Satan asked for Job. He, he um, basically tempted, if you will, or came across the Lord God in the wrong manner, of course, uh, about Job. He wanted, he wanted to sift Job as well. So now he wanted to do Peter the same way, and Yeshua uh, prayed, I believe, in the courts of heaven as well for, for Peter. And as we all know the story, uh, Peter did deny him, but then he came back full force for the sake of the gospel. So we have to understand that these are examples, and there's many other examples in the Bible. I believe David prayed in the courts of heaven and others. There's so many scriptures that uh, we can all do the research ourselves, but I believe that it's just proven to us about the courts of heaven, about the courts of heaven scene uh, that we're in. Okay, so now... Um, we have to understand, um, and I've been trying to get videos out on this about how important uh, the 10 days of all is. Um, I believe uh, in Judaism they believe this, the Messianics, and also myself and many others believe that the books are open on Tishri 1, okay, just like we've seen in Daniel 7, or Revelation 4, etc., and they're closed on Tishri 10 which is the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, and they're sealed for the year. Okay, that's not saying again that you can't pray for your book in the spring or in the winter or in the summer, but the books are open on Tishri 1, the Feast of Trumpets, and then they are closed on Yom Kippur, sealed for the year. Okay, and I've been through a couple of years with this, asking and petitioning the Lord about this, and it goes into a book that I'm uh, about to write called The Cross uh, from the cross to the crown a spiritual purification journey on god's divine appointments and the course of heaven is going to be in there from what he has shown me uh, in these last couple two or three years well, I've been praying in the courts of heaven, trying to get understanding of how the books work. And I do believe uh, that they are open on for, uh, Feast of Trumpets for 10 days. We're weighed in the balance. And then they're confirmed. Uh, they're established. They're sealed uh, for the year on Yom Kippur for the year. And then it opens on Feast of Trumpets, closed on Yom Kippur. It's kind of like chapters of our life every year on the Feast of Trumpets. We kind of have the... Uh, 
everybody has the same birthday, if you will, as far as the books are concerned on uh, that cycle. So I wanted to share this with you and hopefully you get great inspiration and I can encourage you uh, to dive in the courts and we're going to get into uh, the prayer and all that here. Okay, uh, also when we look, we've already discovered Daniel 7. Uh, with the courts of heaven, how that worked with Messiah. But also let's look at some more passages that proves about how the books are open, so to speak. In Daniel 4, 28 through 33, it says, and we have to put this in context with Daniel 4. Daniel 4 is a, a dream that Nebuchadnezzar had. Okay, he had a, a vision about, or vision dream about a, a tree that was very beautiful. It was very dominant, if you will. Basically speaking about his kingdom, how dominant it was. Well, then the tree was cut down, and but there was the stump that uh, was remained in that. And basically what it was saying is he was going to be exiled, uh, as we read in the story, for seven years. But he was going to receive his kingdom back once he acknowledged that the God of heaven is the one who blessed him and not the works of his hand. So this kind of goes into this. I just wanted to give you a backdrop of it. And you can read Daniel 4, and it will prove this. But in verse 28 it says, all of this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar, just like we've spoke. At the end of 12 months, he was walking about the royal palace of Babylon. The king spoke, saying, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for a royal dwelling by my great power, mighty power, and for the honor of my majesty? While the word was still in the king's mouth, a voice fell from heaven. King Nebuchadnezzar to you it is spoken. The king has departed from you, and they shall drive you from men, and your dwelling shall be the beast of the field. They shall make you eat grass like oxen, and seven times shall pass over you seven years, until you know that the Most High rules in the kingdom of men, and gives to it anyone whomever he wishes. So then this proves to us, and you can read Daniel 4, but as the word was in his mouth, it said, at the end of 12 months. Now remember, the books are open on the Feast of Trumpets. There's two calendars, as we've discussed before. This is speaking about the calendar from Adam when time is calculated, but also when the books are open on trumpets, they're closed on Yom Kippur. While the word was still in his mouth, he was bragging, he was egotistical. He was saying, I did this, I built this for my royal majesty, etc., etc. And then the judgment was rendered. That is during the ten days of all, okay, and sealed on Yom Kippur while the word was in his mouth, he was exiled. So at the end of 12 months, again, confirms what I'm saying about the Feast of Trumpets, Yom Kippur, and then he was exiled for seven years, which I believe was a Shemitah cycle, that Shemitah seven-block cycle that we've discovered in other videos. And you can also, another great example is Daniel 5. When we read that story about Belshazzar, who was after Nebuchadnezzar, uh, he was drinking wine, having a feast, and all of these things. And remember, Daniel said, you've been weighed in the balance. You know, tekel, uh, many, many tekel up horizon. You've been weighed in the balance. You've been weighed in the scales, and your kingdom is taken away from you. Well, when, when were we all weighed in the balance? We're all weighed in the balance on these ten days of all. Okay, from trumpets to Yom Kippur. Nations are, individuals are, so everyone's book is open, and that's important to understand because uh, nations have books, you know, Israel has books, America has a book, we have a book individually, uh, everyone does, and they're open on trumpets, they're sealed on Yom Kippur uh, for the year, and in this case, in Daniel 5, in Belshazzar, the kingdom was taken away, and then the Medo-Persian Empire you know, began their reign, which was also on a Shemitah cycle. 
We find the story in Daniel 4 with Nebuchadnezzar, the word in his mouth, the bragging, uh, the egotistical behavior. Uh, I did this, I did that, and, and he was weighed in the balance. He was exiled for seven years, and then he did receive his kingdom back. And I believe he was saved after that because he honored the God of heaven. Okay, and we also can find the books uh, for the nations uh, uh, in Ezekiel 3. If we read Ezekiel, and really you have to go back to Ezekiel 1 through 3 to get the full context of it, but the Lord told Ezekiel to eat the book of Israel, okay, and prophesy to them. Remember, it was sweet in his mouth, but it was bitter in his stomach because he was prophesying judgment upon them uh, for turning away from the Lord. So uh, nations have books, individuals have books, and in the scriptures we can find this. Again, read Ezekiel 3. Uh, he ate Israel's book, and then we also see this in Revelation. Uh, Revelation 10, 8 through 11, we also see this where John ate the book to prophesy to many nations. Okay, so again, it proves that Every nation has a book, and I petition you, and I encourage you uh, during these 10 days of all, or whenever you're, whoever, uh, whenever you're watching this video, uh, to petition for your nation. You know, pray for your nation. You know, pray that it turns to the Lord God Almighty. The leaders turn to the Lord God Almighty. The church, the body of Christ, does their part uh, in that country, you know, so that we can overcome uh, these accusations and these demonic forces that we're fighting against, okay? Uh, so it's important to realize that the scriptures proclaim that we all have a book, and we're going to get into more details of that when we, met, when we go through the prayer. But I just wanted to bring these scriptures out to prove uh, about the courts of heaven. And then we'll, the last one we'll read about the uh, courts uh, with the people is in Genesis 41.1. Uh, this is the story of Joseph, as we're all familiar with. But let's read what this says. It says, Then it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh had a dream, and behold, he stood by a river. So we're all familiar with Pharaoh's dream about the seven good years, seven bad years, etc. But Joseph was released at the end of two full years, which again is on the civil calendar that was from Adam. Remember, this is Genesis 41. The Exodus calendar was the biblical calendar wasn't even the spiritual calendar wasn't even uh, it wasn't proclaimed yet because Moses hadn't come at that time. But in Joseph's case, it was speaking about the civil calendar as well. At the end of two full years, he was released. And then you had seven and seven. So again, he was released on a, at the end of a Shemitah cycle. And then you had two sevens uh, after that, which proves what I'm saying. It was a Shemitah cycle, but it was also on the Feast of Trumpets when he was uh, released from prison. And if you read his blessing that uh, Jacob gave him, also Moses gave him, uh, it's unbelievable. It talks about the crown on his head, talking about crowning the Feast of Trumpets. Uh, so to speak. So I wanted to bring these scriptures out to prove the point that uh, this is very important for us to understand. It's not really taught anywhere hardly in the church, but there are books for all of us, for individuals, for nations. They're open on trumpets, closed on Yom Kippur, and you want to pray into that. Again, if you're watching this video in the springtime, in the winter or summer, Yes, you can still uh, petition for your book, and then God will lead you on this beautiful journey uh, with Him, this face-to-face -face journey, uh, this intimate uh, journey with Him, and we're going to get into that with a prayer. So in the course of heaven, I think it's very important. Uh, we're all deal Everyone deals with certain things in this life, warfare, 
uh, whatever it may be. And uh, it's, it comes against the body of Christ. And I believe you can go uh, to the courts of heaven to release bondage, to break bondage off. And there's a certain way to do it. It's deliverance, okay? Uh, strongholds, we can take care of strongholds. Bondage is a very powerful tool. Again, um, I've seen some amazing things with this. This isn't about me or anyone else who uh, intercedes. It's about the power of the Word of God, okay? The sword of the Spirit, okay? Which is the Word of God to understand how to quote scripture. Scriptures, you know, and that's what I think we forget sometimes is to quote scriptures like Messiah did to break these things off of us. There's no greater prayer than praying the Word of God. You're two great witnesses: the Word of God, Yeshua, and the power of the Holy Spirit. You put those two together, that's powerful stuff. Very powerful stuff, my friends. So I want to bring this to your attention that sometimes we forget to quote the Word of God. And again, just like the scriptures say, two or more witnesses, two or three witnesses, it will be established. So if we stand on the Word of God, uh, just like Messiah did when he was tempted, we're going to win. You know, it's going to be a journey. I'm not saying it's going to happen that day or month or year, but we are going to eventually win. And you'll just have to pay attention to how the Lord guides you uh, with dreams, with visions with words from other believers, however the Holy Spirit wants to work. And again, we'll get into that. But it's also where we can uh, get rid of a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a lot of anger, uh, whatever a spirit that is. Uh, remember, they're all spirits. So a spirit of fear, a spirit of anxiety, a spirit of depression, uh, drug addiction, alcohol, uh, sex addict, whatever the case may be, these are all spirits attacking. And we've got to make sure that the gate is closed. What I mean by that, and we can read that in the scriptures with Messiah, is we've got to close these gates. Okay, if I'm a drug addict or alcohol, um, whatever the case may be, uh, pornography, whatever, if I was doing any of that stuff, that gate is open for these spirits to attack me, okay? So it's the same thing, whatever someone w may be dealing with, and it's okay. You know, we all deal with things that uh, we get attacked with, okay? But if there's an open gate, Okay, with if I've got, like I said, if I've got a drug problem or whatever it may be, I've got to quit using drugs. I've got to quit using alcohol. I've got to quit looking at pornography. I've got to quit doing whatever. It may be because that gate is open for these spirits to come in because you've given them legal access by opening the gate, okay, and then they can attack you and, uh, and they have legal ground. They have an accusation against you. Satan has an accusation against you in the courts of heaven. So we have to understand that we've got to make sure we close these gates, okay, these open gates that are not good for us, okay, whatever the case may be. And then, and, and sexual ties is another thing that we'll get into as well. But um, we have to understand that it's very important. We've got to do our part and close the gates. And then we can cast those out, bind them, cast them out of out of you so they don't attack okay and then we receive the righteous render verdict so the courts of heaven at first may seem a little bit uncomfortable when you start praying in them okay it's not peaches and cream he's going to reveal to you and it's a blessing it's a total blessing that the lord's going to reveal to you the things that we've got to clean up and then when we repent he goes from righteous judge to loving father and he grants you that righteous rendered verdict and I'm, I'm speaking of personal experience i've fought all kind of things the jezebel spirit uh, anxiety fear you, you name it all these spirits um all of them okay and i'm telling you that it is very powerful when you go you stop the gate you close the gate first and whatever that may be and then you have the 
ability through the power of the blood of the Lamb and the power of the Holy Spirit to cast those away from you and you will be living in freedom. You'll be living in liberty. You will not be in bondage. You will not be in stronghold. Again, all we have to do is repent. Okay, repent, forgive, whatever the case may be, and then you receive that righteous render verdict. Okay, I'm not saying that it happens overnight, but he gives you a journey uh, with you, but you, we have to do our part. We've got to repent. We've got to understand what the Lord's telling us to do to repent so that we can receive these righteous uh, rendered verdict. So I hope that makes sense for you. And also, besides the bondage, besides the strongholds, beside you know casting out these things, we can also pray for our gifts. We can pray for our anointing. So many believers are not using their anointings. Uh, a friend of mine uh, one time she had a dream that uh, there was she had a dream that there was a lot of believers uh, sitting around and they had duct tape over their mouth. And that's always stuck with me because that's what it is. We have all got to step into our calling right now. We've all got to be in liberty. We've all got to be free of all these things that are hindering us so that we can step into the full manifestation of our calling. Okay, so it's important that we can pray for our giftings, pray for our anointings, and we're going to get into that. You want to pray for a double anointing of the Holy Spirit. You want to pray for dreams. You want to pray for, pray for the Joseph anointing for interpretation of dreams, visions, uh, tongues, whatever it is. You want to open these up, the breaker anointing, whatever it is. You want to ask the Lord for your anointings and I've done that with people and it comes it's not about me but we've got a petition to the Lord to open our gifts open our anointings to step into this time we need the body of Messiah to really live in a supernatural spiritual way okay we need to step into these things that the Holy Bible that so many uh, churches so many the body of Christ has really uh, suppressed if you will it's all coming it's all coming back because we're seeing it all around people are having dreams visions prophetic words that are coming true and yes we've got to be careful yes we've got to be responsible with it but what i'm trying to tell you is for so long this has been suppressed and i want to try to bring this out in a responsible way praying for your anointings praying in your gifting so that we can all step into the full i mean the absolute full manifestation of our calling okay and you just want to make sure, of course, we have to wait on the Lord. So yeah, if you're praying right now and you're, you're, you're waiting on the Lord, we just want to make sure He's not waiting on us. You know, we want to make sure that we're purified. We want to make sure we're, we've asked for forgiveness. We repent for everything so that we're not waiting on Him. We're sitting right on green, right on go. And then once He gives that de declaration, that decree of whatever it is that we're dealing with, then we know we can move forward. We can uh, go forward in our calling. So I wanted to uh, bring this to your attention. I hope this all makes sense. Uh, you know, you can email me with any questions. I'll try to explain to you. I don't know everything about it, okay? But I can, I'm just speaking on personal experience over the last uh, several years that I was praying in the courts of heaven. And it's just been a game changer for me. It's been a game changer for my friends, my family, and the people that I've given this to. And I'm very careful with it, but I felt... Um, motivated and I felt encouraged by the Holy Spirit that he provoked me to say this right now uh, with the courts of heaven because as you guys know we deal with the biblical prophecies covenants feast days etc but I wanted to bring this to your attention because I do believe people are looking for answers they've been praying for so long and we just have to understand that uh, sometimes we have to make sure that we're breaking these things off we've closed the gates we've repented true repentance okay and God knows best he knows if we've truly repented and forgiven people and then 
we can receive these righteous rendered verdicts. So uh, I wanted to <clears throat> bring this to your attention. I wanted to go through this with you. Okay, and now, uh, if I may, if you want to pray together with me, I'm going to give you, uh, show you how I do it. Uh, it's not the perfect way. It's not the only way. It's just how I personally do it and how what I've seen, uh, you know, move things. So it's just a template. It's just something to encourage you. But if you're out there and you're looking for a prayer partner, well, here we go. Uh, we'll be as two or more gathered uh, right now, me and you together. And I'm going to pray with it, but I'm also going to explain it as well. So I hope you stay tuned with that. And uh, then we'll stop and uh, I'll let you, uh, you can put me on pause or whatever and let you petition them. And then uh, we'll go through the court session on how I understand it. Again, I don't know everything, but I wanted just to bring this to you to encourage you that if you don't have someone uh, two or more gathered, that's okay. You can do this by yourself as well and go spiritually by yourself to that. And just remember two or three witnesses that will be established. So once we go through the worship and the praise and all of these things and you get to the petitioning of your cases, then you need to have two or three scriptures, okay, whatever they may be to confirm if you're dealing with anxiety, fear, depression, addiction, whatever it is, Go to the Holy Bible, the Sword of the Spirit, get two or three witnesses and proclaim those because put them in your book. Put them as an exhibit, if you will, going back to the attorney language, put them as an exhibit in the courts of heaven. Stand on the Word of God. That's what Messiah did. Stand on it sharper than a two-edged sword. And those are your witnesses to establish these things, to move these things so that you can have favor uh, in the courts of heaven. So right now, uh, we just want to go through uh, this template with you. And again, you can email me at chad at faithfulperformance.com and I will send this to you as well. Again, it's just a template, but I've seen amazing things with it. Uh, it was given to me and I just wanted to share it with you. That's how the body of Messiah should work. You know, I'm just trying to share this information with you. Pray about it, of course. Pray obviously to it, but we're just quoting the Word of God, so uh, I'm, I'm not sure. There's not too much to really go against, but we're just praying the Word of God, and then we're just go our prayers are just going off of what we're quoting. Okay, and again, you don't have to use my prayers. You can use your own prayers, but if you're looking for answers, I just want to pray with you right now during these feast days, during the ten days of all, when the books are open, and uh, we'll go through this. So first, um, we just want to pray to. Uh, to open up the course of heaven for us, to spiritually bring us up there. You know, so Father, we just come to you right now and say thank you. We thank you for the revelation. We thank you for the courts of heaven. We know that you're sitting on your everlasting throne, Lord. Only you and Messiah is at your right hand. We know that we have power through the blood of the Lamb to come before you. We ask that you pierce the heavens just like you've done, like you're going to do again. You carry us spiritually to the courts of heaven. Coat us with the blood of the Lamb as we go forward by the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, Lord, to stand with you in agreement as you're interceding for us, uh, Lord, as you mediate for us. You're our advocate as well, uh, Lord, that we have favor in your courts of heaven. And we just want to come before you right now, Lord, uh, just to worship you. We want to come up here and worship you. We want to give you praise. We want to give you thanks, uh, Lord. And holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and who is and who is to come. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. 
in Yeshua's name, amen, amen, and amen. So uh, we've prayed this prayer. This is just worshiping. This is right out of Revelation 4 and 5 again. We're just quoting the word of God. That's what they're doing in heaven. We're spiritually up in heaven, and we're just quoting the word of God. And you can repeat that as many times as you want. And Father, we just come up and just worship you. We praise you. We bow down to you. We get on our face. We thank you that you are the Almighty. You are the Ancient of Days. You are the one who sits on his everlasting throne. You are the one in charge of our lives. And we just come humbly but yet boldly before you, Lord, to worship you and praise you at this time. So now, uh, what I'd like to do is continue the praise that we're going to do. And i like to read uh, personally in the Psalms. You can read whatever Psalms that you like but, uh, or whatever scriptures you like. But again, uh, make sure that you're doing it as two or three witnesses, uh, so to speak. But uh, what I'd like to do is come with you right now and just uh, read the Psalms that, that I believe are some of the court songs, but also uh, the Hallel. The Hallel is very important to the Lord. It's the praise songs on the feast days. So we're going to uh, read a couple of Psalms, and I hope you will join us on this. Father, we just come to you right now in mighty thanks and praises, and we just come to worship your name, praise your name as it's written in your word. In Psalms 100, it says, Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his holy name. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Father, we just come to you right now to say thank you for this. We come with shouting. We come with joy. We come with praising. We come with worship right now as we enter into your courts with praise. Uh, we are thankful to you. We bless your holy name. You are good. You are everlasting. And your truth endures to all generations. It is written in Psalms 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits who forgives all your iniquities, who heals your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your youth, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed uh, like the eagles. Lord, we just come before you to bless your holy name. We love you. We come to stand in agreement with you just to praise you, just like we're going to be doing in eternity, just like we're going to be praising Messiah in the millennial kingdom. We come right now to praise you and to worship you, and we just say thank you. In Psalms 113, which is the Hallel, the beginning of the Hallel, praise the Lord. Praise, O you servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its going down, the Lord's name is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations, his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who dwells on high, who humbles himself to behold the things that are in the heavens and in the earth? He raises the poor out of the dust and lifts the needy out of the ash heap, that he may seat him with princes, with the princes of his people. He grants the barren woman a home like a joyful mother of children. Praise the Lord. Lord, we praise you. We worship. We, we come before you, uh, Lord, uh, with our faces on the ground, our hands lifted up. Uh, Lord, we just praise you, worship you, worship Yeshua, worship the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, uh, for your gracious gracious ways, your patience, your long-suffering, your grace, your forgiveness through the blood of the Lamb. And we just come before you in mighty praise. And Lord, we'd like to end this uh, praise session with Psalms 118, which concludes the Hallel. 
Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Let Israel now say, his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Aaron now say, his mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord now say, his mercy endures forever. I called on the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. The Lord is on my side, and I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire on those who hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations surround me, but in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. They surround me, yes, they surround me, but in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. They surround me like bees, and they were quenched like a fire of thorns. For in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. You pushed me violently that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness, and I will go through them, and I will praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous shall enter, Jesus. I will praise you, for you have answered me and become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord. He's given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God. I will praise you. You are my God. I will exalt you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his mercy endures forever and ever. Amen. So, Father, we just come before you in praise and thanks right now. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your awesome, awesome word, your incredible, amazing word that we can come in agreement with you as two or three witnesses, Lord, it will be established. You are worthy, O Lord. You're the creator and king of the universe, and you want to have an intimate relationship with every one of us, Lord. So I say thank you. We say thank you as two or more gathered in your name. We worship you. We praise you. We exalt you, O Lord. Your right hand is valiant. We exalt you, Lord. We exalt Yeshua as our high priest. We exalt the blessed Holy Spirit who lives within us uh, to move us into our prayers and to utter the things that we cannot. So, Father, we just come before you in many praises and thanks, and we just say this in the name and blood of Yeshua the Messiah. Amen, amen, and amen. So now once we praise, uh, once we worship, and I hope that blessed you, but again, you can use any scriptures that you or feel led to do. You don't have to sing uh, the psalms that I did. You can sing any psalms you want to, but use the Word of God. Use two or three and really get into that secret place of the Most High, uh, Lord, uh, uh, the secret place of the Most High with the Lord as we go forward into this. Really get into the praising and praising really gets delivered. Okay, we get delivered through praising. Okay, so now as we move forward, uh, we want to quote again the Word of God in Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. So Father, we just come before you right now to exalt your scriptures, Lord, like you've quoted. And we just want to stand in agreement as our portion today as we come before you in Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. And we claim this. We claim this as our portion as we go forward. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession 
For we do not have a great high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy to find grace to help in a time of need. Father, we just come before you right now and say thank you for our great high priest, uh, Yeshua, Jesus. We thank you for him. Uh, Lord, as he's sitting at your right hand, he's interceding for us. And we want to come together with him, uh, Lord, spiritually and to uh, intercede, to petition uh, our cases as well. He was perfect. He was without sin. And we just say thank you for him to understand that we deal with all kind of sin. We all we deal with all kind of things that we need to his help in being delivered so that we can receive and we can obviously live uh, in the full manifestation of our calling lord we come boldly uh, to you right now boldly to you uh, to the throne of grace and mercy so that we can obtain uh, grace and mercy and righteous rendered verdicts uh, lord we just proclaim that we receive that and we should say thank you for allowing us to come before you covered in the blood of the lamb and the power of the holy spirit uh, before you right now uh, Father, we also want to stand on the promise and stand on the favor that's given in Zechariah 3.7. We want to claim this. Obviously, this is for Joshua, Lord, but we just want to proclaim we just want to receive that favor. We want to receive this blessing that you gave uh, Zechariah 3, 7, that if we walk in your ways and we keep your commandments, then we shall also have favor in the courts of heaven. We shall also have provision, and you will give us places to walk among these who stand here. That's the courts of heaven seen, uh, Lord, and we just say thank you. We receive this, and we just want to have that same favor as we come before you. Uh, Father, at this time, we just want to come before you to confess all of our sins, our iniquities, our transgressions. We've come against you. We've broken every one of your commandments multiple times. We are all sinners. Uh, Lord, and we need, forgive, we need uh, forgiveness. We, need, uh, we come before you in repentance so we can receive forgiveness. We can receive uh, the blood of the Lamb on our lives so that we go forward. We know that your grace uh, covers us. Lord, we standing, we're saved by grace through faith. And we know that the blood of the Lamb is a legal transaction. Once we ask for forgiveness, Lord, and repent for everything that you've shown us, Lord, we know that the blood of the Lamb is a legal transaction. And you say yes, and you just pour out those righteous rendered verdicts from heaven, and they are manifested down uh, on this earth. And we know that our sins are scarlet, but they will be white as snow, as the prophet Isaiah says in one, uh, Isaiah 1.18, and they are from the east is from the west. You remember them no more in Psalms 103. And we just want to stand on this promise. You, we know you're faithful to your son, uh, the blood that he shed uh, for all of our sins down here on this earth. Uh, Lord, that we can accept the blood of the lamb, accept his grace and mercy so that we may receive righteous rendered verdicts. Uh, Lord, so we just come before you in our in forgiveness. Uh, we just we just repent. Uh, we repent to you. Uh, we repent for all of our iniquities. We repent for our tongues that we've said in things, our thoughts. We ask that you take captive and cast those bad thoughts out. Uh, Lord, everything, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, everything that sin encompasses, we want to come before you with a broken spirit, a contrite heart. Uh, Lord, as we come before you right now, just we repent to you. Uh, Lord, we don't want to come against you. We want to obey. We want to do your commandments. Uh, Lord, those who love you do your commandments, and we love you, Lord, and we just want to come before you right now in repentance. Lord, forgive us for all of our sins, our iniquities, our transgressions that we've done against you and you only, and we just ask for that favor uh, and that understanding of Isaiah 43, 25-26. Lord, we want to stand on this promise, Lord, that you gave your prophet Isaiah. 
And it says, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Put me in remembrance. Let us contend together. State your case that you may be acquitted. Father, we just stand on this beautiful promise that you've given us. We love you. You are the one who blots out our transgressions for your sake, for Yeshua's sake, for what he did for us, and also the blessed Holy Spirit. Thank you for not remembering our sins no more. You put them from the east is from the west. You remember them no more. They're from scarlet to white. Father, we ask that you go into remembrance through the councils of Elohim when the books were all written before the foundation of the world. We ask that you go into remembrance uh, of our books so that we can contend together as two or more, contend together for our books and who we're petitioning for so that we can state our case that we may be acquitted to receive the righteous rendered verdicts. Father, we just pray this. We stand on this promise in the name and blood of Yeshua the Messiah. Amen, amen, and amen. Father, we just come before you right now uh, to pray uh, against our uh, ancestral curses. We all have them. We've all, uh, we've all our, our lineage, we all have them uh, on our father's side and our mother's side. And this is very important uh, for us to understand. This is one of the things that the believers forget to cleanse. Okay, this is one of the main things. This and the uh, sexual ties, the soul ties, which we'll get into. But these are uh, some of the things that we really need to understand that these are these ancestral curses and we all have them. Every family has them, okay? And so don't feel any kind of way, but we need to come before the Father uh, to repent just like the prophet Daniel did, just like, uh, just like, I'm sorry, Nehemiah did as well. So Father, we just come before you right now to break anything, to break and renounce all curses and covenants made in our bloodline on our father's side, on our mother's side. Uh, we just ask the blood of the lamb to cleanse our bloodline so that it's sanctified, it's redeemed, and Satan has no, I mean no power of authority over our bloodline uh, on our mother's side, our father's side as we go into this prayer session. And we just want to quote Nehemiah 1, 5 through 7, and also Daniel 9 as two witnesses for this father. So we just ask that you cleanse us, Lord. Cleanse our bloodline. We break and renounce our cur uh, curses. The blood of the lamb purifies our bloodline. And we just say thank you for that. Uh, in the name and blood of Yeshua, amen, amen, and amen. Father, right now we just want to acknowledge the courts of heaven. Uh, obviously, we want to acknowledge you, uh, Father, uh, God Almighty, uh, the Ancient of Days, who is our righteous and just judge, who is the great I Am, uh, the Aleph and the Ta, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Uh, we just want to acknowledge you that you are the great I Am of the world. We also want to acknowledge Jesus, Yeshua, who is our mediator, our high priest, our Messiah, our intercessor, our advocate, uh, the King of Israel, the King of our hearts, uh, Lord. That, and we also want to acknowledge the blood of the Lamb, the blood of Ye uh, Jesus, Yeshua, as it's our main evidence for righteous rendered verdicts, for mercy, for grace, and all these beautiful things, Lord. So we just want to acknowledge and exalt Him. We just want to acknowledge the Ruach HaKodesh, who is the Spirit of Truth, the Holy Spirit, who is our healer, our comforter, and our perfect teacher and witness. We also want to acknowledge the great cloud of witnesses, the church in heaven and on earth, the spirit of just men made perfect, uh, the general assembly, the company of angels, and the city of the living God, the new Jerusalem. And we just say thank you for that in Yeshua's name. 
Father, as we come before you right now, we just want to coat ourselves with your armor. As we go before you in your courts, uh, we just say thank you for allowing us to come before you, uh, to worship you, to praise you, to ask for forgiveness, to cleanse our bloodline. And uh, also, we just want to coat ourselves as we go forward. We just want to coat ourselves with Ephesians 6, the armor of God. Uh, we just pray that you give us the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the Spirit, the shield of faith. Gird us in your almighty truth and give us the gospel of your shalom, your peace on our feet, Lord. We thank you for our salvation that you've given us. We pray that we are righteous, uh, Lord, as you are righteous, holy because you are holy. We thank you for the sword of the Spirit, the Holy Bible, to warfare and to also to understand how to live in your ways and worship you in spirit and in truth. We thank you for the shield of faith to uh, protect us from all the fiery darts of the wicked one, Lord. And we just pray for that anointing right now. We thank you for the girdle of truth, uh, which is the Holy Bible. Uh, Lord, we thank you for that truth that you've given us, Lord. We stand on that truth and obviously give us your shalom. Give us your peace uh, on our feet as we go forward. Father, right now we just want to open up the books of, books of life. We all know that we all have a book. You've known us before the foundation of the world. You've written a book before us in the councils of Elohim. Uh, you foreknew us. You predestined us. You called us. Uh, you justified us. You redeemed us. Uh, Lord, and we just want to quote uh, this in Psalms 139, 15 through 16. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book they were all written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. So, Father, we just come before you to, to say thank you. You knew us before the foundation of the world, before we were even created. Uh, you knew us. You had a book for us. You've written a book for us. And we want to petition the blessings of that book as we go forward. We want to see receive the blessings and we want to do our part in your kingdom, in the body of Messiah, the remnant of Messiah. We want to stand into that full manifestation of our calling, uh, Lord. So we just say thank you for knowing us. Thank you for writing a book for us. And we want to fulfill our book just like Messiah did, just like Yeshua did uh, at his first coming and he will fulfill it at his second coming as well. And this is written in Psalms 46 through 8. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire. My ears you have opened. Burnt offering and sin offering you did not require. Then I said, Behold, I come. In the scroll of the book it is written to me. I delight to do your will, O my God, and your Torah is within my heart. Uh, Father, we want that same same blessing as Messiah. Now, we're all sinners and we can't do it without his blood. We can do nothing without him as it's written in John the book of John, uh, Lord, but we do want to uh, fulfill our books just like he did, and the only way we can do that is by the blood of the Lamb. Uh, Lord, we want to come in the scroll of the book it is written of us. We delight to do your will, and your Torah, your word is within our hearts, and we want to fulfill our books, Lord, uh, just like you have written, and we just want to always come before you, just like we've mentioned before, Lord, in Daniel 7. We also, we always want to give you that glory, uh, Lord, to understand the vision that you gave your prophet Daniel, uh, Lord, as, as you give him the throne scene, the course of heaven scene, Lord, and we just always want to just have a visual of this beautiful scene that you gave Daniel in De Daniel 7, 9 through 10. I watched till thrones were put in place, and the Ancient of Days was seated. His garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head was like pure wool. 
His throne was a fiery flame, its wheels a burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. A thousand thousands ministered him, ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated and the books were opened. Father, we say thank you for this beautiful, beautiful vision of the courts of heaven. We know that we're into this time where the books are open on Tishri 1 to Tishri 10. Uh, Lord, Feast of Trumpets to Yom Kippur, September 18th to September 28th. Lord, we just say thank you uh, for this understanding. We come before you as we are weighed in the scales, weighed in the balance. We pray for ourselves. We pray for our friends. We pray for our family. We pray for our nation as we come before you right now. And we just say thank you for this beautiful understanding of this. We say thank you for allowing us to come before you in the courts of heaven coated with the blood of the Lamb. That's the only way. We thank you for Yeshua being our intercessor, our advocate, our mediator, the power of your Spirit, the Holy Spirit. And we just come before you right now uh, with petitions, with prayer, so that you can uh, help us understand how we can live in the full, I mean the full manifestation of our calling at the time that we're living in and we just say this in the name above every other name the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob the line of the tribe of Judah uh, the light of the world the hope of the world Yeshua the Messiah amen amen and amen so friends right now uh, what we do is we go into the courts with the petitions now uh, once we again we always want to come first and praise we always always want to worship first Okay, we want to cleanse ourselves. We want to break the ancestral curses. Okay, if there is any, uh, we just want to make sure that they are. And then we want to uh, anoint ourselves with the uh, armor of God. Then we want to acknowledge that the books are open. Okay, we want to acknowledge that um, we can pray into these books. We want to fulfill our books, if you will. And now it's time for the petitions. Now it's time for whatever's on your heart, whatever you may be dealing with, or your family, or if you're interceding for someone else. And it's important to understand is in this you do not have to go through this entire document again or whatever again you can open your book close your book open your wife's book close it your husband's open close it you can keep going through this and just open and close books you don't have to go through this whole thing again for one book and then you can pray for your nation or whatever it may be so you can really petition uh, right now for whatever it may be open books close books and then we'll close it. So if you'd like to pause this video in petition cases, and I'll give you an example of, of how I do it, is uh, I'll open up my book or uh, whatever book it may be, America's book or whatever, and I'll petition the things. Remember, you need to have two or three witnesses uh, with the scriptures. So if you'd like to stop this, and if you're dealing with whatever it may be, uh, just uh, get two or three witnesses. Again, this is the time to uh, make sure that uh, we break off things, okay? That we want to make sure that if we're fighting any kind of depression, fear, uh, sexual uh, immorality, what drugs, alcohol, whatever it may be, this is the time where you go in there and petition these things and get these things handled. And again, we have to have the gate closed, okay? Whatever it is that the Lord's showing you, uh, that we have to have the gate closed, then we're able to use the scriptures and bind and cast these things away from us, if that makes any sense. But it all starts with us with repenting, and then repenting means turn away. Okay, so whatever we're dealing with, we got to turn away, close the gate, and then we have the power and the authority through the blood of the Lamb to bind and cast these things away from us. Any kind of fear, anxiety, depression, etc. Let's go to Dr. Jesus, okay, before we go to all this man-made stuff. 
Okay, and then he will break this off of us, but we've got to understand, we've got to take uh, action and uh, for, ask for forgiveness. So there's a couple of things that I'd like to mention to you that are very crucial that I think uh, when I've prayed for people and uh, with deliverance and etc., is there's a couple of things that always sticks out. Number one, people forget to cleanse their ancestral lineage. Okay, Daniel 9, you know, they cleanse because of their ancestors, okay? And this is not to say anything, we all have them, okay? So you want to break that off and make sure that that's not the problem okay not saying that it is but you want to make sure that it's not you want to break that off okay so boom done and then you want to one of the things that holds people up are sexual ties soul ties if you're not in marriage even if you are married and you had premarital sex before marriage you still need to ask for forgiveness of that and break that off even though you are married now it's okay and then um, you want to make sure that you cleanse that you want to break those soul ties those sexual ties if you've had premarital sex with anybody else you want to definitely break those off because the Jezebel spirit will start to manifest itself with that okay so you, those are two of the main things as well that uh, I see and then you can get into breaking these things off of you however it leads and this is going to be a journey and like I said this might be uncomfortable at first okay when you it was uncomfortable for me when I started uh, it was like wow you know I've got a lot of things to clean up you know but this is a blessing he's saying this is a beautiful thing the Holy Spirit saying hey you need to repent for this you need to break this off you need to close this gate whatever it is it's a beautiful thing what he's doing so it might be uncomfortable at first but stay with it and help he's going to communicate to you like we're about to read he's going to communicate to you these things and dreams and visions a word from another believer or however the beautiful Holy Spirit wants to work he's going to have a face-to-face -face intimate relationship with you turn off the TV turn off the radio get into the Lord uh, ask the Holy Spirit to really dive in and he will he, he will show you things that just like Jeremiah says Jeremiah 33 says if you call upon me I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you do not understand. I mean, that's powerful, and this goes into this too. He will show you things, and it'll just blow your mind. So I'm excited for you, and you know, I'm excited for all of us who are diving into uh, really cleansing and purifying, refining. It is a journey. It's not going to happen overnight, so don't worry about that, but it's a beautiful journey that we can go on. So I hope that blesses you. So right now, whatever it is, you know, you just want to break those off, and I'll say a couple things, a couple prayers, but it's really an individual thing uh, that you're dealing with. I don't know all things, of course I don't, but I'll go through some things uh, just in prayer right now, uh, you know, like I would normally do. So, Father, we just come to you right now as two or more gathered in your name. Uh, I just want to open up my book. I just want to open up my book right now and to petition the cases, Lord. We know that we're weighed in the balance right now. Uh, we know that they're sealed. And I just, want to just add, I just want to repent for anything that I've done. If I've come across anybody, I just want to repent. I just want you to show me the things that uh, could be holding up anything uh, with my book. I want to do your will. I want to receive the full manifestation of my calling. I want to step out into your full glory on this earth to do my small part in your kingdom, uh, Father. So I just come before you right now and I just want to rebuke Satan from my life. He has no power of authority over my life. And if there's any gate that's open, uh, Father, I just pray that you reveal it and you close it in the mighty name and blood of Yeshua. And then I pray that you bind and cast any kind of spirit, the spirit of anxiety, the spirit of fear, the spirit of depression, uh, any kind of spirit that's holding me up. Uh, Lord, I just bind, I up 
uproot it, I terminate it, and I bind and cast it away from me in the name and blood of Yeshua. It has no power, I mean no power or authority over me. Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against me in judgment, Lord God, you will condemn, because this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and our righteousness is from you, Lord. And I just stand on that promise, Psalms 91, as well the protection, uh, Isaiah 54, 17, like I've mentioned, Ephesians 6. Uh, Lord, so I just come before you right now to say thank you, and I just want to petition uh, to you these cases, uh, Lord, that just lead, guide, and direct me in the name and blood of Yeshua. Amen, amen, and amen. So friends, that's just an example. And again, whatever your personal life is, uh, only you know that. So just petition. If you're dealing with anxiety, fear, anxiety, remember to use two or three scriptures uh, as confirmations on this so that you can receive uh, the right, you can receive the righteous rendered verdicts. That's what it's all about. It will be a journey. Uh, it could happen overnight. The Lord can do anything, but I just want to prepare you. It could be a journey uh, for you to, to really dive into the Lord. Really, like I said, cut off all the noise uh, outside. Cut off the TVs. Cut off the radios. Get into the secret place of the Most High, and He will show you all of these things. And I just wanted to give you this template. Uh, and again, it's just a template. Uh, I don't know everything, uh, but it's just a template that I've seen work uh, for myself, for my family, for my friends, and other people. So uh, I just wanted to share this with you. So after you petition these cases, uh, whatever it may for you, for your family, for your friends, for your nation. Okay, again, you can open and close books, okay, one after the other, one after the other. Well, then you want to kind of, if you will, uh, close your court session. He's going to be open 24-7, okay, but you want to close your court session uh, that you are in before the Almighty, obviously spiritually, and uh, you want to quote some of these things, and I think it helps all of us to, um, to ask for favorable answers. So you want to come and uh, pray after you petition something to your own way. Uh, Father, we just come before you right now to say thank you. Uh, thank you for allowing us to come before you uh, in the courts of heaven, coated by the blood of the Lamb. That's the only way we can come before you, by the blood of the Lamb, by the power of the Holy Spirit. So we just say thank you. Thank you for allowing us to come before you. Thank you for this revelation uh, that you've given us to come before you, to cleanse, our, to worship you, to cleanse ourselves to break off all of these things, Lord, so that we can go on this beautiful journey with you, so that we can have the end results of freedom, of liberty, of righteousness, of justice, and to do our part in your kingdom. And Father, we just pray for uh, favorable answers at this time, uh, just like you gave Moses in Exodus 33:17, and we claim this as our book as well. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, this very thing you have spoken, I will do, for you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. Father, we just come before you. We know that you know us by name. Every hair on our head is counted. Uh, Lord, we, you know us by name, and we pray that we have found favor in your sight after we've cleansed ourselves, after we've cleansed everything and just praise you. We pray that we find favor in your sight, and we pray for righteous rendered verdicts, uh, Lord, going forward in our book. Also in 2 Corinthians 1, 20-22, it claims this, Lord, and we stand on this promise as well. For all the promises of God in Yeshua are yes, and in Him, amen, to the glory of God through us. Now He who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us as God 
who also has sealed us and given us the Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. So, Father, we thank you for this guarantee. We thank you for this beautiful scripture. We stand in agreement with it. Uh, Lord, you have anointed us. Lord, you want us to fulfill our books, Lord. So, we just pray that you establish us in the courts. You pray for righteous, we pray for righteous rendered verdicts as we go forward. And, Father, we just pray that you act now in the mighty name and blood of Jesus. Just like it said in Acts 2.25, you look down on the people of Israel and you knew it was time to act. Father, it's time to act. We pray that you act right now on our behalf. Show us anything that we have to repent for. Show us anything that's holding up these righteous rendered verdicts. Send us dreams. Send us visions. Send us another believer. A word from them. Send us however the Holy Spirit wants to work. Uh, Father, just send it to us, Lord, so that we can step into our calling fully. Father, right now we just want to reject uh, and rebuke Satan from our books. He has no power or authority over it by the blood of the Lamb. In Isaiah 54:17, it says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against you in judgment, Lord God, you will condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Lord, we stand on this promise, which goes with Ephesians uh, 6, the body of armor. Also, Psalms 91, Lord, we stand in agreement uh, with this, Lord, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, none, zero, and every tongue will be uh, judged by you who comes against us, condemned by you. Uh, Father, we just come before you in many thanks and praises about this. We stand in agreement, and Father, we just uh, want to ask that the Holy Ones declare the verdict, just like Daniel 17, one of my favorite passages, Lord. We stand on this promise in Daniel 4, 17, and we claim this. The decision is announced by the messengers. The holy ones declare the verdict so that the living may know that the Most High is sovereign over all kingdoms on earth and gives to them anyone he wishes and sets over them the lowliest of people. So remember, friends, before we end this prayer, this is in Daniel 4. This is when Nebuchadnezzar was judged on Feast of Trumpets when the word was in his mouth. Or Yom Kippur, right here at this time we're living in, he was judged when the word came out, the decree was made. So this is why we end in this verse right here because it's very powerful because, again, we're in this court session right now these 10 days and the decision is announced by the messengers the holy ones declare the verdict so father we just come before you to stand on this promise that your holy ones declare the verdict the messengers we pray that you send messengers right now in dreams and visions another word from a believer however the holy spirit wants to work uh, lord we just were open we receive this open our spiritual eyes open our spiritual ears as we come as we go forward lord to listen to the blessed holy spirit as we go on this beautiful journey a beautiful journey with you uh, for cleanliness for refinement uh, for forgiveness for all of these things so that again we can step into that full manifestation of our calling we thank you for the courts of heaven we thank you for allowing us to come before you in the courts of heaven by the blood of the lamb the power of the holy spirit uh, lord and we just stand in agreement we say yes and we say amen to you you are the righteous judge we love you with all of our heart soul mind and strength we deny ourselves and we pick up our cross and we follow you forever and ever. And we worship you forever and ever. And we just say thank you for this. We say this in the name and blood and the power of the name of Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, the everlasting God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and David, the light of the world, the hope of the world, the King of Israel. And we know he is the one who was, who is, and who is to come. And we just say thank you. We seal this. We seal this prayer by the blood of the Lamb. By the blood of the Lamb, Lord. We just say thank you. 
I just pray that you bless these people, Lord. Bless them, lead them, guide them. Holy Spirit, have your way uh, with them, Lord. And just, I just pray for grace, for mercy, for love, and for righteous rendered verdicts. We say this in the name above every all, all names, the name above every name, the King and the line of the tribe of Judah, Yeshua. Amen, amen, and amen. So friends, I hope this has been helpful for you. If you have any questions, again, you can email me at chat at faithfulperformance.com. I don't have all the answers, but I know what this has done for myself, my family, and all the other people I've shared this with. And I just felt led uh, to share this with you uh, during this time. Again, if you're watching this after the 10 days of all, uh, after Yom Kippur, that's okay. Uh, your book is still sealed. And then pray into that book. Pray into that book. But always remember, this is when they're open. This is when we're waiting the balance. It's Feast of Trumpets, the Yom Kippur. It's sealed on Yom Kippur. And I pray that you are sealed in the book of life, which I'm sure you are. And now let's go on this purification journey. Let's go. Let's refine ourselves deeper and deeper. We can never get deep enough, okay? We can always go deeper or go higher. I should say that go higher. A higher vibration is what we need. We need to be living on a higher vibration. And that's in the courts of heaven. Fight our battles in heaven. And they will be manifested on the earth once we do our part. He goes from righteous judge to loving father by the grace and the blood of the Lamb. Thank you so much, Yeshua. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All glory goes to Him. So friends, I hope this has been helpful for you. And as always, may God bless you. May He keep you. May His face shine upon you and give you His grace. May He lift up His countenance upon you and your family and everything and bless you with His everlasting shalom. My name is Chadwell Carvey and you've reached Faithful Performance.